How's it going, everybody? Uh, it's our first baseball podcast of the year, so uh, me and Coop thought we'd uh, start ranking players at each uh, different positions, and today we're going to start off with our left fielders. So, uh, Cooper, since I'm the better looking of the two of us, we're going <laughs> to let you go first pick, and uh, we decided not to place Jordan Alvarez or Kyle Swerber. We're going to put those guys as DHs so we get another podcast in there. So, uh, with your first pick, who do you got, Coop? Yeah, well, uh, I just want to preface that we're each doing our own individual predictions. Um, is This isn't just a list of totally offense or totally defense. Um, I, I'd base mine off of um, a mixture of both, mostly <laughs> offensive-heavy uh, players, but I did mix in a little defense in there. Um, you can kind of explain your picks when it's your turn, but – uh, my number one left fielder is going to be Juan Soto. Juan Soto, someone I, that I regard as probably the best hitter in the entire league. Um, you know, while his stint in San Diego uh, wasn't as what many hoped it would have been, but if we take a little deeper look at Juan Soto in 2023, and then I'll kind of talk about what I expect for 2024. So in 2023. You know, you could say it was underwhelming, but he had 97 runs, 156 hits, uh, 35 home runs, 108 RBIs, 132 walks. Um, he hit uh, with a batting average of 275. He had a 410 on base percentage and a 930 OPS. That is an amazing season. Let's just kind of take um, a look at what it would have looked like if he played outside of San Diego. So if we take a look at his splits, um, it's obviously even. He played half the games in San Diego, half the, half the games away. Um, so playing at home, he had only 12 home runs, 45 RBIs. Um, he had 66 hits. Uh, his batting average was 240 at home. That <laughs> That's pretty bad. Um, he got on base below 400%. Uh, percent. His slugging was 429, and his OPS was 827, which is still pretty good. And then let's take a look at his away splits. These are games that he played away from San Diego. He hit 307. His on-base percentage was 422. He slugged 604. His OPS was 1,026. He had 23 home runs, almost double what he had at home. He had 64 RBIs. Um, he had almost 30 more hits on, on the road. And, you know, he signed with the Yankees. And with all this in mind, he's going to be my AL MVP pick this year. I'm going to be placing a bet on him. I think he'll win AL MVP and, yeah. He's my number one left fielder. Who you got at number two, Chris? Where's that? All right. I'm going to take uh, Corbin Carroll. I'm going to take last year's rookie of the year with the second pick. Uh, I agree Soto's going to have a great, great year playing that little park in uh, New York. And it's also contract year. So uh, I think Carroll's going to take a bigger step forward. On his, He had 25 home runs, 54 stolen bases last year. Um, he also had 116 runs and 76 RBIs. 
Um, I think he had a couple a couple shoulder injuries. I remember that first one he went down, and I thought he was out for the year. But I think he only missed a couple games, and he came back again. But uh, if he stays in that three spot in the order, I can see those RBI totals just soaring. And um, they got a good team out there. Um, JD Martinez isn't batting behind them, but I'm sure they're gonna pick up somebody to knock in some runs. Yeah. Um, you know, it was hard to make this list because if you guys remember the episode we did our early predictions of 2024, um, last year, like when we were doing postseason rankings, and Corbin Carroll was my NL MVP pick. So, you know, one and two, we got two MVP picks on my side. <laughs> but left fielders will be stacked. But uh, so I get the third pick too. Yep, you do. Who you got, who you got third? Two and three. Um, we're going with Randy Rosarena. Um, this former St. Louis Cardinal. Every time I think there's no way he's going to repeat, he just keeps doing it year after year after year. I mean, uh, he does have a lot of talent, but I think there's a lot of uh, swing and miss in that uh, swing of his. But uh, right now he's projected number 34, the third, fourth uh, player off the draft picks. And um, he's gone 20, 20 the last three years. And he brought his batting average up last year to 274. So he's starting to move that in the right direction. Um, had career high in OBP, slugging, OPS, and uh, Babbitt. So I think he's finally uh, – He's come around. I'm finally a believer, I think, in him and his former Redbirds. So, um, with third pick, I'm taking Randy or Rosarena. Yeah, I like Randy. I don't know why he doesn't steal more. I would. I was expecting last year for him to steal, you know, maybe 30 bases because I think he had close to 20 last year or two years ago. So, you know, with the stolen base increases across the league, I was expecting him to steal more, but – Randy Rosarena is a great player, and I think that's a good pick for number three. That could, that could be on the coach, too. Kevin Cash might just tell him to slow things down and let somebody else bat him in. But, uh, all right, Coop, you're off with the next two picks. Yep, so I, I get the next two picks. Um, at number four, I'm going to take Christian Yelich. He's been uh, one of my favorite players in the league. He had a great bounce-back season last uh, last season. You know, one of his best offensive seasons since his 2018, 2019 MVP days. Uh, so last season, he almost went 20 home runs, 30 steals. I think he uh, he repeats or even plays a little bit better this season. Um, the only thing I'm kind of concerned of is he might steal less bases uh, now that they have a new head coach there. I'm not sure how that's all going to work out, but, you know, um, I love Christian Yelich. He's always had an ability, if he stays healthy, to be you know one of the top outfielders in the league. So I'm going to take him number four. And then with the fifth pick, I'm going to take Brian Reynolds. Um, the man, he seems to get tossed around in you know, trade rumors every single season, but nothing happens. Um, I honestly think the Pirates could be a sneaky good team. Now they're probably going to finish second to last in the Central. But I think they're going to be better than they have in you know the past five seasons. I like, um, I really like Brian Reynolds. I wouldn't be surprised. Brian Reynolds has always been a pretty solid player. Um, you know, with the more talented Pirates lineup, I think his counting stats will go up as well. 
So he's, I think he's going to get 150 hits. He's going to hit with the OPS 800. He's going to get his 20 homers, and I think he could steal some more bags. So I'll take him number five. Who you got as your sixth best uh, left fielder, Chris? Oh, man, I am so excited. <laughs> I hate to admit it, but I almost popped a stiffy when he let Chaz drop to me. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, miracle Man. Just call me the Miracle Man. <laughs> um, okay, we got Dusty Baker. He gone. So Chaz, uh, he's going to get more at bats. Last year he went 20-20, missed it by one stolen base. Um, but he only did that in 400 at bats. And Dusty doesn't like young players. He likes proven guys. You know, he put Brantley out there for some reason. The guy's like 38 years old or something. But uh, so I, if you pencil him in for 600 at bats, I can see 30 homers, 30 stolen bases, and uh, a ton of RBIs in that lineup. Um, I just snagged him in my 30 team league this year. And um, from the first place team, because his team was so stacked, I got him for a second round draft pick in this upcoming draft. So, um, I'm real excited about him. I get weekly trade requests for him. <laughs> this whole league wants him. And I got him for a second round pick. Um, I think they just did, uh, MLB just did their uh, left fielders, the top 10. And I think he was like a number five. So that's huge for him. So um, I like to thank uh, Chaz Stiffy McCormick is his new nickname, Stiffy. <laughs> Uh, so I get next pick too. Yeah, you do. All right, man. I like this, man. Another young stud coming up. Um, this guy helped me win my league last year. Nolan Jones of the Colorado Rockies. Uh, he, he broke out in the second half. First half was terrible. Um, he's a former uh, prospect. Only had five homers and fourteen RBIs the first half. I mean, that's terrible. I can't believe he's even playing. He should have set him down in minors with those stats. But uh, I think there's an injury on the outfield. And so he starts, it's probably, uh, Bryant, um, the, the Cubs, what's his name? Bryant. Chris Bryant. Uh, yeah. Chris Bryant. That's my name. Chris, I should know that. Um, in the second half, he hit 301, 15 homers, 48 RBIs and 15 stolen bases all in the second half. That's, uh, that's like a, a good year for a lot of guys. Um, he finished 2020 for the year. Seven homers and 12 stolen bases the final month of the year to bring me home another championship in the farm league. So I can see 30-30 uh, for this guy also. So those are two great picks. I mean, I'm going to pat myself on the back for those two. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Nolan Jones. Um, so, you know. You get the eighth and ninth pick now. I, I get the eighth and ninth. Um, the town's starting to go down a little bit. Yeah, there's a big like drop I like my eighth pick. I'm going to go Stephen Kwan. Um, this is going to be the first kind of contact and speed-oriented player on the list. The value Kwan, Stephen Kwan brings to the Guardians is insane. He's one of the best contact hitters in the entire league. Um, if you kind of look at his underlying stats, he's 100th percentile in whiff percentage and 98th percentile in K rate. Um, if you also look at his underlying stats, it shows he's – top of the league in range and base running value. Um, it's kind of stuff you won't see on a normal stat sheet, but if you look at the underlying numbers, he brings a lot of value on the bases, and um, he doesn't strike out that much. He gets on base. I expect him to get 20-plus steals this year, bat probably 290-ish, maybe 300, and uh, he's going to get his 100 runs, and 
I expect him to have more walks than strikeouts this season. That's my bold prediction. So I'll take Steven Kwan at number eight. And number nine, um, I'm going to take Brandon Nimmo. I'm not a big fan of Brandon Nimmo, but I think he deserves to be uh, on this list within the top 10. I actually like your pick after me a little better, but I'm going to play it safe and take Nimmo. Um, he's just an all-around good hitter. He consistently gets 150 hits, 20 home runs. He gets on base at a really high rate, you know, above average. And uh, I'll take him safely at number nine. So I'm up next. The final pick in our left fielder draft. I'm going with uh, Evan Carter of the Texas Rangers. Uh, this 21-year-old future star came up September call-ups. And, yes, I did pick him up on my uh, farm league to take me to the championship. Did I mention that yet, Coop? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, little did anybody know he would help propel the Texas Rangers to a World Series victory. Most predictions have him for about 20 homers, 15 stolen bases this year. Um, but with that lineup and him batting in the three or five hole, I think he's going to add quite a few more RBIs and runs to go with those numbers. Um, he does struggle against lefties, so it is possible a p- platoon might happen, but I'm not too worried about it. Um, yeah. Anybody else you're out there thinking about? Yeah, so, um, you know, we have some honorable mentions. Before we get into those honorable mentions, um, let's talk about one player who we think will be in the top 10 uh, next year if we do these rankings. So the player who I honestly debated putting in um, over Brandon Nimmo is, you know, my favorite player. I want to name my future kid after him. Lars Newt Bar, baby. (laughs) He's a stud. He he was, uh, he got, he had some weird injuries um, last season that, you know, it might've propelled him into the list if he played a whole healthy season. Um, you know, if you kind of look at his underlying stats, they're crazy. His his walk percentage is 95th percentile. That's top of the league. His chase rate is 98th percentile. He he doesn't chase at, you know, bad pitches. His whiff rate is up there in 88th percentile. Um, he's a very above average outfielder with his range, his arm. Um, and then he's just an overall good player. Um, his expected batting average is above average as well. And I think he'll make the top 10 next year. And I could even see him top seven, top five, maybe. So yeah, Lars Newtbars. He's uh, I think he's going to make it next year. Well, you took, you took mine. I was going with Lars too. And I like that name. So if you're not going to pick Chris Jr. Go with Lars, I guess. Um, how about Wyatt Langford? Hmm. Um, just fresh out of college, out of Florida State. I picked him in my uh, 30-team league last year as a draft pick. I had no idea who this guy was. And um, I think I took him like the eighth or ninth round. Uh, I had double picks that round, so I said I'm going to take a, somebody with a lot of potential. And um, so I started following him. Uh, he had a fantastic sophomore year. And his junior year, he got being right in the balls. <laughs> he missed a month and I was all worried about him. <laughs> and uh, he did come back, finished the year strong. Uh, the team went to the college world series. Um, they didn't win it, but they had, he had, uh, I got to see him in live a few times. 
and I liked what I saw. And um, all the all the predictions on him for next year are top three prospects coming up. No, you got Holiday. You got uh, the guy for the the the, the Brewers. Um, what's his name? Chorizo. Jackson Churio. Yeah, Jackson Churio too, and White Lang. For those three are kind of intermingled amongst each other. So uh, I'm not sure if he's going to play left field right now. They're talking about playing DH, or they might just kind of do a rotation and. Um, give one of their outfielders, one of the other players a day off and just kind of move the guys around. So uh, I can see Wyatt Langford maybe making top five. And who he reminds me of is Mike Trout. Mm. Solidly built. He's got speed. He's got power. Um, nickname would be Baby Trout from now on. There we go. That's who I got. That's a pretty bold prediction. Um, you know, maybe hey, if couple- anybody in the farm league's listening – Cut that piece out, please. <laughs> uh, maybe in a couple of weeks, we'll we'll kind of talk a little about fantasy baseball. I know me and you are in the same league. Um, we finish uh, first and second, usually interchangeable. But, uh, you know, just kind of touching on fantasy baseball, there is a player he's starting, starting to remind me of, you know, last draft season, Jordan Walker. Because, you know, you get the rumblings that he's going to make the team opening day. Um He's probably a, he probably won't even get drafted in a lot of leagues, but you know, if he has a good spring training, I could see him shoot up to a top 100 picks just because that ceiling's there. Like you kind of compared him to a baby trout, and yeah, I like that. So, is there any honorable mentions that you kind of want to talk about at all, or is is the list pretty horrid? Yeah, there's some out there. I mean, you got Ward of the Angels, he uh, he did pretty good last year, then he got hurt, kind of slowed down a little bit. Uh, Dalton Varsho, the uh, Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, I think he was a better player when he had catcher eligibility. They took that away from him, so he's just an outfielder. I mean, there's a lot of young studs on that team, so he kind of gets lost in the shuffle, I think. Um, you got Yoshida, um, Ian Happ. Um, those couple other guys I remember. Yeah. Yoshida and Happ were um, two that I considered with my last pick that I had. Um more Yoshida, but he's more of just a one-sided contact player, and I like the defense of Quan, anyways. But yeah, that'll uh, that's our rankings of our top ten left fielders for this uh, upcoming season. And you know, next week we'll be back with some more rankings. What do we want to do, Chris? We thinking center field, or you want to switch to infield position? No, let's let's fish our outfielders. All right. So next week we'll do uh our top 10 center fielders for 24 season guys. It's time to get excited. We're less than a month away from spring training. I I can't stop. Uh, can't stop looking on uh, the calendar to see if we're getting closer and closer. So also less than a month away from having a baby. <laughs> yep. <laughs> It'd be tomorrow. We'll see. No, no, no. We got to wait for us to come home for the weekend. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Well, that'll, that'll do it for the party talk podcast. We'll catch you guys next time.